Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, look. Uh, ball player, ball player. No watching from the side. Said that you got him next. Well, go ahead and show him why. No limits in the sky. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Up Next, the podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports, from players to major players behind the scenes, all that good stuff. It has been a minute, but we're back. Uh, This is, of course, Jamal Murphy, my uh, co-host, Khalid Green, uh, will join us in a few. We have a special edition this week. We're bringing on a new member of the team, Her name is Destiny Adams, and she is going to be asking us, me and Khalid, a few questions so that the audience can uh, get to know us and get to know Destiny as well. Um, So that's going to be this week's episode. We're going to talk about how we all got into this game and uh, what we wanted to accomplish and uh, how we feel about the current state of youth sports, AAU, and all that. So that's coming up, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, I'm Destiny. So usually we have these two, we usually have people in the hot seat, but today they're in the hot seat. <laughs> so we're gonna get to know them a little bit. So here we have Khalid Green, he's a former NBA scout and a current coach, and Jamal Murphy, who's a current sports writer and attorney. So it's time for the hot seat. So my first question is, what made you guys decide you want to start this podcast? Good question. Want to go, Jay? No, you go first. Go ahead. All right. Um, I think we, you know, I have so much respect for Jay. Um, that's like my, that's my, my bro. Um, I actually met him through a, a friend, Bill Roden, legend in the, um, in the game. Uh, and uh, Bill Roden wrote the book, $40 Million Slave. He's been sports editor for the New York Times. So he has a podcast. So they, uh, Jamal and, and Bill interviewed me on their podcast. And um, Jamal and me stayed in touch. And then we, you know, we started brainstorming. And in the spirit of doing for self, we were like, let's pull our resources together. And let's, you know, let's do, do our own podcast. And, you know, um, and we wanted to uh, create something that was geared towards youth sports, um, which is what we did. And we're excited. And, and now, you know, bring this young lady on, you, to, uh, you know, because they tell me my, my, my face is made for radio. So <laughs> you know, that's why they brought, that's why we bring Destiny on. And, exactly. and, and of course, for her intelligence. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, Khalid, he, he hit me up uh, with this idea. And for me, it was a no-brainer because, I mean, first of all, you know, Khalid, his his roots in the game um, are so deep, uh, you know, knows a lot, knows everything about the game, everything about the people in the game. Uh, and then, you know, dealing with youth sports and high school sports and pre-high school sports, it's always been uh, you know, a love of mine, and they're not—they're not that many outlets that really deal with it on a on a real uh, mature level. And then there's there's so many areas of it that we could explore and get into—not just the players, but the people 
who make who make youth sports go the the people who have done great things with it who've made great lives for themselves and for and for other kids based on that so it's kind of a no-brainer to me and i'm glad what we've done so far and it's, it, we can only improve uh, like Khalid said with the with the help of destiny here and 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 take us to to angles we we might have never thought of so i'm looking forward to it absolutely so my next question is, what age did you guys realize that sports was your passion? You go first this time, yeah? Oh, man. I mean, I guess as early as I can remember, um, always been drawn to sports in a, in a powerful way. Uh, you know, even, you know, playing wise, like I think the first sport I ever played was probably baseball. I think all kids, like young kids, a lot of young kids start out playing baseball, like t-ball, whatever it was. Then you you know you move on to little league, and then basketball. I think I started playing basketball organized. I didn't start until fourth grade. It was a little different back then. Um, I didn't think I don't think kids were playing as early as they are now. So for me, fourth grade was was kind of like average. I think in terms of like organized ball. But then I think even before that, or around the same time, I I was like a huge fan of the game. Like I you know I just I like I remember. My, I remember the Georgetown finals like vaguely and I, I could have only been like, what was that, 85? So I, I was yeah. I was like eight, nine years old, you know, something like that. So um, I remember that. And- That's me laughing. I'm man. like, don't give me an age Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm just telling you like, it's, it's, it's real out here. So it's, there's a lot of years invested in, in sports on this end. Yeah, same, same here. Like I, I love sports from day one like my mother told me i had i had every i had a fake baseball fake basketball fake football in my room and based on the season i grew up playing all sports so i grew up playing baseball basketball football probably since i was like nine ten years old um and then i, I always loved watching the games on tv um, Dr. J was one of my favorite players and it became Isaiah Thomas. Um, Muhammad Ali with boxing was my favorite. Uh, uh, everybody from Reggie Jackson, Dave Winfield, like names you don't know, but oh <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. You so, you know, I've always, you know, I've always had a, a love for sports. And then I always, and then I also I was so nerdy with it that I used to listen to um, sports radio in my room. Um, I forgot it was a brother name. I think Art. I forgot. The yeah, brother. I know who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, he was old school. And I used to just listen to him and and hear how he breaks down a game and hear how the fans call in. So I, this is in my blood. So, you know, I love it. Okay. Yeah, Destiny, you're gonna have to break out the the history books, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm <laughs> Find out who these people, people, who these people are. You know what I'm saying? Who and who? <laughs> I'm the behind the scenes person. Right? <laughs> um, so my next question is: In your opinion, what's the definition of a great athlete? What characteristics does this entail? Wow. Yeah, I'll take that one. Great athlete, obviously, genetically, you know, naturally. They, they, they are, you know, they have great motor skills, um, uh, you know, very coordinated. That's the physical part. I think the mental part is the, the, the toughest. Like they, 
You know, I always notice that great athletes have a great, what I call a great motor. Like they, they, they're always on 10, you know, um, like, like Drake said, go zero to 10 real quick. That's how they are. They, 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 when it's, when the lights are bright, they competing, um, you know, they, 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 they have a little edge to them. Um, and you know, that those, those are great. You know, some of the greatest athletes have edge, you know, you know, let take you up to this time, John Morant. I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> great, great motor, great edge. Kobe right. had a great motor, right? Um, and they always find ways to, to, to go deeper into their craft. Yeah. So that's how I see it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of what Khalid said. I mean, just when I think of great athletes, I just think of. Uh, like serious big time work ethics um, that you, they don't take that much motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there some guys you really don't have to motivate. Like they, they, they bring it on their own um, consistency because guys could be great for a year or two or whatever ages, but it's, it's that ability really to make it a life, a lifetime, uh, you know, accomplishment. It's just who you are. Um, so just all that, like, physically uh, athletic and great, of course, but but you work on it, you improve it, weights, uh, you know, working out, and then mentally the same thing, just having just having complete focus. So that's what, you know, those are the things I think about when I think of great athletes. I definitely agree with consistency. That's a good thing. Uh, so my next question is, what do you believe is the greatest challenge most athletes face today? Wow. I mean, today, and we talk about it all the time <clears throat> in previous podcasts. Yeah, but but I'm thinking in general, I mean, it's pretty much the same. I think today is just magnified. But in general, I mean, like focus, you know, you know, staying focused, uh, staying hungry. Um, because like I said, it, it is about consistency. So it's not, you know, once you get to a certain a certain level at whatever age you are, you know, you have to keep trying to improve and I think that's the toughest thing I think you know for anybody in any in any uh area of life like once you reach you know once you reach your first goal do you do you keep going up and up or do you get complacent and I think that's that's the biggest thing because you have so many distractions especially with sports you got it's entertainment so you got people looking at you part part of the reason why you're doing it is to get feedback um, so it's how you deal with that feedback, either negative or positive. And then when I said, that's why I said it started off with today, because you have more of it. You just have more of that, the social media attention and the haters and the lovers. Right. And it's how you, how you navigate all that. And really it's just about how you, I guess, block it out. Like, I don't think, I don't think I was, I was great at blocking stuff out. So I, I, you got to give it to the people who are able to block it out, stay focused and take care of what they have to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just touched on the social media aspect. Like that wasn't around when I was coaching in high school. And um, now there's such a focus on it. Like kids, if they, you know, they're, they're dying to get their um, mixtapes out. They're dying to, you know, get their highlights out. And um, a lot of them are literally doing it for the gram. You know, they're not, you know, they're not, really pushing themselves behind the scenes, you know, sometimes less is more. 
So, you know, that, that social media is a real distraction. And um, then, you know, for the young boys, you know, the young ladies are a distraction. The, 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 you know, the gang atmosphere in certain neighborhoods, you know, the pull of that, that's a distraction. So they, they have a lot coming at them right now. So my next question is, uh, what coach or player inspires you, if any? Mm. Well, I mean, coach-wise, I got to I gotta take it back to old school again. I got to go uh, back to John Thompson uh, from Georgetown, legendary Georgetown coach. And to me, it was like a combination. Like it was all, of course, it was all about winning. He, he won at a high level, had great players, uh, but he also just as much and maybe more important to him was, was speaking the truth, uh, speaking truth to power, not afraid to to talk about uh, you know the 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 things that are important to black people, um, and 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 he made that the most important thing to him in terms of not not allowing you know white people or the white media to dictate how he was going to do things, and to me that was like that stuck with me always um, on a personal level of to you know people to look up to where you know sports gives you a huge platform. But you can do a lot with that platform, and you don't, and you don't have to, you don't have to conform to you know somebody else's way of doing it, or you don't have to fall victim to the pressure of what certain people, how certain people feel you should act or talk, and always stay true to yourself um, and fight for things that are important to you. So John Thompson, as a coach, is really probably the biggest inspiration. I'm, I'm actually reading his his uh, autobiography right now. Um, yeah, I've read I, that. I came as a shadow. Uh, mm -hmm. Jesse, you know, also written with Jesse Washington. So I got to give that a plug. Yeah, um, I would say definitely John Thompson is like the godfather of all black, you know, young coaches or contemporary coaches. But I'm inspired by, you know, some of these younger coaches now that are in the game. Like I love with, I love Shaheem Holloway. I love mm -hmm. how he motivated his kids. I love, um, you know, how he created identity for the St. Peter's boys. I'm in love with Dawn Staley. I'm in love with what she does, you know, off the court. And she keeps um, the black consciousness, you know, in the in the in the in the front of her platform, and um, she's not compromising with that. And I love what she's doing for women's sports, and, and of course, women's basketball. Um, and then, uh, you know, I have to give a shout out to my my mentor Ray Haskins, um, who taught me pretty much the core of what I know as a coach and how to relate to players and, you know, the X's and O's. He coached at LIU and great inspiration for me and a great mentor. So those are the coaches that motivated and inspired me. So my next question is, what has been the biggest career highlight thus far? Uh, well, I mean, as far as, as far as basketball and, 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 uh, in sports, I would say, you know, as a media member, uh, being able being able to write, uh, you know, important important pieces for the undefeated slash Anscape ESPN, um, and and a, you know, being able to bring things to light, and then also getting uh, recognition for that, also gaining the trust of of a lot of uh, the coaches and, and players in the games uh, to the point where they feel comfortable speaking to you and and letting you tell their story. I think I think that's Probably be, probably been my my what I look at as my 
best accomplishment so far, um, but you know, many, many more to come. Um, for me, it was uh, as a scout, as when I was scouting for the Brooklyn Nets, I was able to participate in drafts, you know, uh, being in that war room and being part of, you know, having my input in with trades and, you know, who we should draft and who we should sign as a free agent. Um, all of that was, you know, it blew my mind at first. Like I was just like a little kid in a candy store the first time I was in the war room. And then, you know, from there, I just loved it, you know, so just that. And then as a coach, and every anytime I could win a championship, that's a high for me because that shows, that validates all the work that my kids put in when I push them and they think I'm crazy, you know, when they run the stairs and run the treadmill and, you know, on the incline and all of that. When they win the championship, that's my way of saying, okay, see, this is why we do what we do. Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. I am crazy, but I'm crazy for winning. <laughs> so we all know that everyone's definition of success is different. What is your definition of success? I'll let you take that first. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be my boy. <laughs> um, I think that's a great question. Um. I think the number one thing is being myself. Um, you know, like you, um, Jamal kind of touched on it. We live in a society where, especially as black men, we're supposed to conform to a certain identity. And that identity does not fit me. You know, I am who I am. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a son of my ancestors. So, um, so my swag is different. My confidence is different. Um, my walk and my talk is different. My name is different. So, um, and I did, and I believe I can be successful in, you know, in these industries, in the sports industry, being myself. So as long as I stay myself, um, that's that's success for me. Yeah, I, I think it's you know living up to your potential. Uh, you know, whatever whatever potential, whatever gifts you have, actually going out there and executing it. And doing it to the best of your ability and not you know not and doing what you love to do you know not doing something for for other people but doing it for yourself and making you know you know doing it well and making the world a better place i think i think that's being successful living up to what you're capable of doing whatever that is i love both those answers <laughs> okay so another question is what is your mantra meaning your core slowly for life Wow, I don't. I don't really have mantras. I'm, maybe I need some. But uh, <laughs> when I think when I think of like slogans and stuff that I that I love, I mean, I like you know uh, work hard, play hard. I love that you know because I feel like you work hard, but also have a lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, have fun with friends. Have you know have you know don't be afraid to experience new things, um, but also take care of your business and and work hard. Uh, so you can reap those benefits. And then uh, I always like, even as a, as a player, coach, act like you've been there. You know, when you do something great, you don't have to go, you don't have to go crazy. And this is just, this is just me. Like, I don't, I don't try to project, you know, if everybody's different, but for me, I always like, um, you know, play cool, act like you've been there um, or act like it ain't nothing to get back to. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like, okay, I did this. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's how I was as a player and that's how I was as a coach. And that's how, that's just something that's always been in me. Yeah. For me, um, first thing I could think about it, what I tell my, my players all the time, I tell them we only eat what we kill. So that's intense. <laughs> yeah, it's intense. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know that 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 means that you know we don't we don't go out there and try to destroy the opponent. We won't eat. We won't win. Right. So that's the mentality I have. Um, and I teach my my and I know guys that have played for me like yeah that's green that's what he that's that's what he said. Um, for for like you know for business. I believe in um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had a quote saying, do for self. So that means that, you know, we don't rely on anybody outside of, you know, people in our own community where we can put things, some special things together. I think about somebody like Nipsey Hussle, who, you know, he was from his community and he put together things, put together some institutions and um, with his boys, his family, LeBron's doing it with his crew. So that those are things. The do for self theme is big for me. And the last one will be no guts, no glory. I don't, if you don't have any guts, you won't never have any glory. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, also like, uh, don't be afraid to fail. That's the kind of like the no right. guts, no glory thing. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. Don't get, don't be afraid to get out your comfort zone. Right. That's a big one. But I want to throw in my face. Yeah. Let me hear. Yeah. My favorite is actually from Nelson Mandela. It's make your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. Nice. And that's big for me because a lot of us, like you said, when we are in our shell, we make choices based off fear, what we think is going to work instead of, I know this is going to work. I'm going to speak it into the atmosphere. Like I'm big on stuff like that. So that really speaks to me, especially since I act out of fear a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I'm learning that. Good. No, it's good. Yeah, get out, get Love out of your comfort zone because years, like years ago, I wouldn't even have th- thought I would do something like this. Like I wouldn't have thought I'd be on, you know, on the mic or and that's that's like half of what I do now. Right. So it's like wow, like you know, if I was acting on my fears, I would have never done this. Right. <laughs> so let's kind of get to the fun stuff. So, what is your favorite sports team and why? Go ahead, go ahead, Kobe. <laughs> uh, my favorite sports team is my own team, New Heights. <laughs> Does that Perfect. count? Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I'm gonna, I, you know, for college, I'm rooting for my boys. I'm rooting for Kyle, Neptune, now Villanova, and I'm rooting for uh, Shaheem Holloway at Seton Hall. Not bad. I mean, for me, I to me, I think. I've, I've kind of lost, like, you know, I grew up a Knicks fan. I, you know, I was like an Eagle fan, football, Jets fan in football. And I kind of like, as I got older, I kind of like lost, like, I was like, what, you know, what am I really rooting for these dudes for? Um, but for some reason, I'm still a Mets fan. And I'm still, I'm still like a Georgetown fan. And I think it has to do with, they actually won something when I was a kid. Like, they actually did it. They actually right. won the championship back then. Like right. Mets and Georgetown, they're up. Like the Knicks never won for me. The you know the Jets, damn sure never won for me. <laughs> so it's like those teams were easy to let go. But it's the teams that actually like gave me joy as a kid. I still rock with. Right, right. 
I'm gonna get you some tickets. Like, <laughs> my dad, my dad works there, so I get you some tickets. Okay, okay. Uh oh, good choice, Kali. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite team? That's hard. I mean, I have a favorite player. Who's that? Player is Kyrie, but because of who he is as a person, right? Um, it's between Kyrie and LeBron because I feel like I'm big on giving back. And those are the two players that I feel like yeah, are very out there with their giving back. But Kyrie, a little more, has my favor because I just love that he stands his ground. It's like I said what I said and that's it. Like, it's no. But I love how private LeBron is. Like, you don't hear anything about him. Right. So, like, I juggle between the two. But team wise, I don't know. I don't have a favorite. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, if you could be a pro in any sport for a week, which sport and why? For me, it would be football. Wow. Yeah, I, I would like to be. I would like to. I really love. I think I loved football more than I loved basketball when I was growing up. I love hitting people. So, I. <laughs> <laughs> Linebacker, you know, spree safety. That's what I would want to do. I would, I would probably have to say basketball because it, it, deep down it's my favorite sport. I, football definitely was my favorite sport, uh, like my first favorite sport um, growing up. But, man, you know, that football, man, like the, the nagging injuries, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Right. At that level, I, I thought about I played high school football and I was like looking at this college NFL game. I was like, I don't know, son. Like, I don't know if I want to do all that. So I got I definitely got to go basketball. If I could, I would do football. I used to play. Wow. Football. Wow. I used to do. I got a little arm to look. Okay. I'm going to show you this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to meet up. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Hold on. I don't know if you guys can see it. Y'all see that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't yeah. even go back. Yeah. Okay. That was nice and, nice and easy. Yeah. Definitely do football. Definitely. Right. But I do love basketball. That's really what my heart is. So. Okay. Do you guys have any hobbies or interests outside of sports? Yeah, I, I, I do love reading. Uh, I, I love to work out. And um, I love to travel. I do take my vacation. That's a fact. What's your favorite place you visited? Um, probably Cabo, Mexico. You like hot places? Yeah, I love hot places. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, outside of sports is tough, man. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what I what much I do outside of sports. But I like Kylie. I love I love to read. Um, books, articles, whatever I can find. Even like you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of on the low, big into politics, like just just how it works. Um, so that's always interests me. Um, and traveling, of course. And I, I actually like traveling even within the United States. I just like the the different cities. And so I, same I love, here. I love Vegas. I, you know, same I love, here. I love Chicago. <laughs> like there's a lot of cities. You know, New Orleans, which I just came from from the Final Four. That's another one of my favorite cities. So I love traveling, especially in, you know, outside of, of the country, of course, but even within the country. Yeah, shout out to Chicago. Shout out to my mama in Chicago, my aunties, my cousins. Shout out to the shot. Yes. 
<laughs> Closest thing to New York. The way it yes. Was. I need to travel more. I want to go to Iceland. I heard that was nice. Yeah, he just looked at me. Yeah, like I'm good on Iceland. Right? <laughs> I heard. It. Okay. I know. I know well, that. I know they got like the basketballs out there. There's a lot of guys playing overseas. That's like one of the first landing spots of like if you're not like a big time guy. Right. Uh, Iceland. A lot of dudes playing out there. Listen, there's a spa in the mountains. You can see the aurora borealis. Like it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Well, He's like hot places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the Bahamas. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your advice to upcoming basketball players or athletes in general? Um, for me, it's uh, one: have fun, especially for the young young boys and girls out there. Um, have fun. Never lose the joy of the game. That's that because the business is going to take care of itself. Um, but once you really know that this is what you want to do, you must take it seriously. You're only going to get out of this game what you put into it, whatever sport you're into. Um, so you know, just be serious about it, be disciplined, um, work out, um, and also eat right. You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of youth don't eat right. Um, you know, and, and, and eating right, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, eating right can really uh, preserve your body and give you longevity in the game. As you can see, Chris Paul, they told me he's a, I think he's a vegan now. And he's at 37, he's probably the best point guard in the game still and dominating. So, um, you know, just take heed to people that are in front of you and you know, sometimes follow that formula. Yeah, I would say, you know, same thing. I mean, for, you know, for starters, it's all about love of the game. So, you know, definitely have fun. Um, I would say also at a young age, play as many, if you if you really like sports and, and you like various sports, I play, play as many sports as possible, especially from a young age. I think they all help each other out. You get different skills in different sports. Mentally, it helps you out. You, you face different situations and that type of thing. And, and, and definitely when you're good at it at a, a young age, you know, one sport, two sports, whatever, definitely put the time in and put the work in um, because it can take you places that you would never even imagine. And if you don't put your all into it, you'll regret it later. You'll regret it when you get older uh, that you didn't put uh, your all into that situation. So have fun and work hard at it advice too even though I'm not an athlete or a coach but I recommend networking that's a big thing because mm -hmm. a lot of opportunities are not what you know and how good you are it's who you know so that means no matter who you meet you treat them with respect because you never know when you're going to cross paths with them again and you might meet them well said that that's a big thing because I've seen people fumble the bag too many times because they were rude because they didn't know this person had this much connection right so whoever you meet, treat them with respect. That's it. Another thing, uh, like Khalid said, touching on what you eat. That's a big thing. A lot of y'all, I'm not throwing no shade, but a lot of y'all be eating chopped cheeses right before a game. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to me. And it's like a lot of you guys, I've actually had players tell me, I don't like salad because it's nasty. How is salad nasty? You can literally put whatever you want in it. Right. <laughs> like, so just try new things when it comes to your diet. And you literally need those nutrients and everything. 
Another thing is to break out and recover. That's how a lot of athletes, I feel like, get injuries because they're not trained to recover after. After an intense breakout, ice, heat, whatever you need to do, take care of your body. That's a big thing. Your body, you need it forever. Even after your career is over, you still need to walk around, go to the grocery store, go buy your chopped cheese. You need it. Right. (laughs) So those are my big things. Great advice. Great advice right there. And as well. I'm sensei. A lot of what we're saying, though, is wild because we're saying basically to kids, be mature. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, they're kids, right? So, but it's true. It's, it's, I mean, the faster you grow up, the faster you realize how important things are, the better your life is going to be. I mean, th- that's the way the society works. Like, people yeah. who, who get it early are, are you know, they benefit that from that forever. You know, and that's just, that's whether it's schoolwork whether it's, you know, athletically, it's the people that, that get it early and get focused early and, and are hardworking early. It takes you, you have an easier life going forward than if you, the later you find, you figure it out, the harder it's going to be. Yep. The early bird gets the worm. It's not only for the day, it's for life. Yes. Literally. Grandma, grandma resting in peace. That's what she used to tell me. Yep. It's true. So... My last question is, is there anything that you wish to tell our viewers that we didn't cover during the interview that you would just like to throw out there? Um, So I have a book I'm about to drop probably this summer. Free game. Giving you free game, but you got to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, my boy helped me edit it. Um, But yeah, I have a book that's going to help. It's a manual for black and brown parents to navigate through the world of youth sports and beyond. So I'll be um, pushing that and um, I'll be at some book stands and it'll be in some bookstores as well. So I'll be pumping it for the next uh, few episodes. Yeah, and I, I would just say buy Khalid's book, support that, <laughs> and also listen to this podcast up next. We, it's, we got all kinds of stuff in store we have go listen to the archives we've, we've had amazing people on amazing uh at young athletes amazing uh you know grown-ups in the game doing doing big things parents with their kids uh you know talking about what's worked and what hasn't worked and and where we need to take this thing so uh listen to what we've done in the past and of course we're adding destiny so definitely listen to what we have in store in the future up next Peace, everyone. Look, uh, ball player, ball player, no watching from the side. Said that you got him next, well, go ahead and show him why. No limits in the sky, go ahead and take your shot. This one is for the city, let's show them how we rock. Coaches used to call my phone, what you doing, just got home. Practice make them perfect, perfect timing, put me in my zone. Two, three, 32, 33 like birdie two. Time to put on for your city when they never heard of you. Ball player, ain't no watching from the side. Uh, picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky. Uh, said you got up next, well, gon' show them why. Uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green, got me a scally before he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.